0: What is going on, Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we've got chats, and chats is essentially an episode where I get my clients on the podcast, they ask me anything, and I give them in-depth feedback live on the coaching call. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to do a little bit of a brief ramble because I had a conversation with an online coach that's really struggling to you know break through a ceiling in their business and they've been working with a business coach for the last you know 12 months and the business coach hasn't been able to help them break through and this coach was like beating themselves up beating themselves up beating themselves up and like just like getting angry at themselves and I like literally said I'm like I'm like are you executing the strategy that the coach gave you to the best of your ability he's like he's like yes I'm like and then that means like if you are 100% executing and you're not getting results and you're like asking for feedback and you're getting feedback and you're implementing it, and still not growing. That's not you. That's the coach. Okay. So I want this to be an invitation because I truly do believe that Cole and I have the best business coaching program on the market for personal trainers. We do where like you guys can hear it in our client results. You can hear from some of our clients. And so I want you to listen to this podcast and understand that if you're executing on a high level, And you're still not getting results, even though you're showing up for coaching calls, even though you're asking lots of questions, even though you're like tuning into your business mentor stuff like it's not you, it's the mentor. So just fucking think about that for a minute. All right. And when you finally realize that you want to join the Change Ives Academy, the fucking number one coaching program in the market, fucking DM me on Instagram so I can change your life. I'm waiting. And then you can come on the podcast and you can ask me a fucking question. I can change your life. All right. Like Mike Mail. Hey, Mike, how much money did you make in February, bro? What was it? Just $42,000. $42,000. You guys remember when Mike Mayo came on the podcast and he was fucking working at his corporate office job like six months ago? You all remember that? <laughs> exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Just 42K. Paul Casey, welcome to the podcast. How the fuck can I serve you, Doc?
1: What's up, brother? Good to see you. First off, I love and appreciate everyone on the screen. Just want to put that out there. So this is where I'm at, Right. I'm trying to find some balance on certain areas. So like I've, since I've joined the CLE, I've done really good and my business is just, is doubling, right? And so when I- When you am, say doubling, how
0: much money did you make in February? Just so everybody knows. 22K. 22,000, continue.
1: And so, and I'm already at like 10K this month, but what I'm struggling with, right, is I've been doing network expansion. I haven't been tracking it, right? So now I'm in the 5K group and Caleb's got this, uh, this funnel, right? So I've implemented this funnel and I'm starting to track it, right? But I feel like when I'm doing that and I'm actually taking the time to track it rather than randomly just adding different people, it's pulling away from other areas that I feel like I need work on. So I'm trying to figure out like, where do I say, okay, I'm just going to focus on this or I'm just going to focus on that because I feel like if I focus on too many things at once. I'm not really diving in. Like I like to go all in on something, get really good at it and then move to the next, but it doesn't, I don't feel like it's going to help me move forward. So kind of looking for some advice there.
0: So tell me what you're adding to your schedule that's taking away value from your schedule.
1: Well, I mean, I think what I'm adding to my schedule is I've been really focusing on working on my content. Cole's been really working with me on diving in my content, using my story of going to prison for 10 years, and trying to like use that shit. Okay,
0: so this is where it's important. And this is like why it's important to ask for feedback and really dial in. Paul, write this down. Income generating activities. So I'm going to give full context so everybody listening to the podcast can get advice. If you have fucking 300 social media followers and you're making $0 per month, you better be network expanding for like 30 minutes to an hour a fucking day, okay? If you're making $22,000 a month, network expanding for 30 minutes to an hour a day isn't as important. Why? You already have the fucking clientele. You already have the network. You're already making money. So network expanding in that instance is less important. What's more important is like income generating activities because correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're making 22K, you've got people in your network that want to pay you money. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. Yes. So focus on those people. And you are going to get to a level very soon where you are at capacity and the next level will be expanding your network on a day-to-day basis, but you will not be able to do that. And that's going to have to start hiring team members which is where the mastermind comes into play, et cetera. But what I will say to you, Paul, is hit consistent 15 to 20K months for the next three to five months and focus on doing activities that will get you 20K months, period. Your lead start, flow starts going dry and your pipeline starts going dry. Like, okay, let's like network expand. And maybe you make network expanding like 10 to 15 minutes a day, but that should not be an hour of your fucking day. It should be 10 to 15 minutes, boom, 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 20 people. And then you're moving on to an income January activity, like focusing on dialing in your content. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Cool. And that's the thing is like, that might be counterintuitive to advice that you've already gotten. You might be like, what the fuck? But like, you need to focus on what makes you money, Paul, period. And like network expanding, it's kind of like, okay, here's a good example, Paul. Cardio is a good thing for most people to do, but it's not a good thing for people to do that are jacked as fuck already and that want to maintain their muscle. And so there might be different advice for different people, even though cardio is a baseline, it's like a good thing for you to do most of the time. It might not be good for some people. You, are making $20,000 a month from your social media and you haven't even remotely tapped into your potential yet in terms of your content. So that's what you should be focusing 80% of your energy on and then 15 to 20% of your energy focused on network expansion. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, tons of sense.
0: Okay, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Go take action. Yes, sir. Peace. I also like that here's you always start with like, I love and appreciate everyone. I like that. That makes me happy. Fuck yes. What's Are you Are you 5K Bray still or 10K Bray yet?
2: Don't say it like that. <laughs>
0: I will say it like that because I know it challenges you and I know you like being challenged.
2: Uh, Yeah. No, I hit 7K last month, which is pretty fucking sick. I guess I'm, (laughs) I feel like maybe I'm at the same spot where Paul is potentially. I don't really, I'm not coming in here with a question. I signed over 12 clients, I think, over the last two weeks and unreal, yes, rockstar mentality. I'm fucking pumped, but I I was grinding to the fucking nines for the last like two to three weeks and these are all just people that have like started following me my content switched I'm like now like way more organic and like every video is getting over like 10,000 views which is awesome it's a whole lot harder to produce so all of my leads that are coming to me are essentially just coming to me because my content is now organic and I don't really have to do a whole lot of nurturing besides going into the script because these people are coming to me and they're like, I like your content. Like you're fucking real as shit, like all these things, which is amazing. And then they tell me about their problems and I book a call with them, which is amazing. It's like literally since my content has shifted, I've been getting all of these leads, which is great. I'm feeling burnt out because one, obviously I have like, 26 clients now and when i literally last time i think we spoke like in or i guess two times ago when we spoke i literally had like seven clients so like i have 20 clients but sorry i'm overwhelmed with the content creating itself because it's so organic that like i i can't really script for it does that make sense yep So since I'm like, just like shooting the shit and coming up with an idea and talking off of it, it's hard to come up with these ideas because they're so organic. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. So pause. So how many pieces of content are you producing per day right now?
2: Just one. I, I Yeah.
0: Okay. So you mentioned that you have 26 clients now. Have you taken a look at your workflow since you've got all these new clients?
2: I guess no, I haven't.
0: That would be the next thing. And so I'll tell you why, because write this down. What got you here won't get you there. Yeah. So the systems that you use to maintain 15 and 20 clients cannot be the systems that you use to maintain 25 to 30 clients because it's a different workload. And so you might have been able to like, you know, 10 to 15 clients when you're doing your check ins, you might be able to fucking be on YouTube and like fucking around and like chilling and like watching a cat video and scrolling on Instagram. Like you do that when you have 30 clients, you'll be doing check ins like for 16 hours. Yeah. So you need to be a little bit more dialed in in order to get more work done. Like you need to focus on getting more work done in less time, which will give you more creative space so that you can do content more organically. Because I'm going to assume that like the workflow that you have is the same as it was when you had seven, 10 clients. And that can't be the case. So if I were you right now at the level that you were at, I would be like, obviously continue doing your content, continue doing your lead gen, et cetera. But I would be sitting down and taking a look at your schedule for the last week and asking yourself how you can get more done in less time. I also would be asking yourself like, what's really important and what's not as important. So like right now, like because your lead flow is like super consistent, like if you just focus on dialing in your content and getting better at getting people to DM you, you might not have to follow 50 people per day as an example right? So now that you've got the inbound, it's like now if you just focus on getting better at content, you don't necessarily have to spend as much time network expanding. So what's super important? and What's less important? I would be identifying that. So look at your schedule now that you have 26 clients and ask yourself like how you can dial it in a little bit more. I also want you to write this down because you have 26 clients. It's super important that you focus on delivering the promise. So write down, yeah, deliver yeah. the promise because yeah. it's, if- if you deliver the promise to those clients, like those clients are going to start referring you clients and then like you stay at 30 clients, dude. And then those clients start referring you clients. Then you start signing two to three clients a week. Like you're going to be hitting 10 to 15 to 20K pretty soon.
2: That was my question. I guess every client that I've had from when I first started literally in November has re-signed with me because I was only doing 12 weeks. I know I'm only doing four months or yeah. 16 weeks, whatever. So every single person has re-signed with me, which like I know. I get good shit. Like, I know I'm a good coach. How much I plus,
0: I'm about to help you hit 10K guaranteed this month. How much is your program per month?
2: Per month, 325.
0: 325. So for the year, it would be three grand. It would be like four grand, right?
2: I don't even have a year option. I know,
0: but that's for now. So somebody does 12 years. weeks of the program. How much does 12 weeks cost?
2: I'm not doing that anymore. 16 weeks. So I have a 325 a month. 16 weeks is 1100. They save $200.
0: 16 weeks is 1100. So mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So here's what we're going to do is anybody that comes to the end of their 12 week program, I'm going to pull out the calculator right now. Calculator. So you're getting 100% resigned. So I'm going to help you make more money off of those resigns. Calculator. Give me one second. Sorry. Right, huh? 250. Okay. So anybody that signs up for 12 weeks and you go to resign them, here's what you're going to say. like how are you liking the program are you loving it they're gonna be like oh my god i love it it's so amazing you're like okay cool like the next phase i really want to focus on xyz with you and because you are one of my og clients you're super loyal i actually want to just work with you for the rest of the year and so if you re-sign for the rest of the year i'm going to give you a 25 percent discount and instead of you know 3,500 for the next nine months it's going to be 2700 so you sign them for the next 12 months so like if you did uh, if, I, I just want a wanted... monthly
2: payment option because I don't have a lot of people that can do paid and pay in fulls, to be honest.
0: Okay. You can do You can do a monthly payment option. But do you not have a lot of people that can do paid in fulls or is that a mindset?
2: OK, I mean, I guess maybe. That like... <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So here's the way that you present it to them. So you tell them, like, OK, so what I want to do is you already committed for 12 weeks. I just want to commit for the rest of the year. So another nine months. So nine times three, twenty five would be twenty nine, twenty five if they did the monthly. Be like, or if you want to do, if you want to pay in full, I basically want to give you like a loyalty discount. So I'll give you 25% off. And so if you want to pay in full for the rest of the year, it would be $21.99. Okay.
2: That makes sense.
0: Okay. So that is your pitch for all of your resigns.
2: I don't have a referral program yet. That was my next question.
0: Okay. So this is good. This is fun. This is why we're asking these questions. So write this down. Moving forward, resigns, I will always give a loyalty discount. Yeah. So I recently, actually
2: was already doing this. I did it cool.
0: yesterday. So loyalty discount, but the only way that loyalty discount applies is if they do to pay them full. Oh, okay.
2: like if you want to
0: continue, so if you want to continue working with me, I would love to continue working with you. So it's three twenty five a month, or because you're one of my OG clients, I'll give you a loyalty discount, and the loyalty discount is twenty five percent off. So it would be twenty one ninety nine for the year. Which option works best for you? And then they might say something like. Oh, like I fucking really want the discount, but like I can't afford to do 21.99 up front. And then you're gonna send them a voice note. It seems like fucking, I love it. Well, I do want to give you the discount. So here's a way that we could do that. What if we did 1099 today and then 1099 in 30 days? Would that make it easier for you to get the 25% off?
2: Okay. That's helpful. Okay.
0: Cool. Referral. Let's talk about referral program.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm
0: good. I'm fucking having fun. This is good. Okay. I love doing this shit. This is my fucking jam.
2: Okay, I don't
0: have one. <laughs> okay, here's your new referral program. So you're going to send out a message over Trainerize like once a month. This is all of you guys write this down. Send out a message over trainerize once a month, and it's going to say like, hey, name. Obviously, you can customize your name. Just want to let you know that I love working with you, and I'd love to work with more clients like you. So I'm going to tell you about how you can get a free month in Matt Brutality Shredder program. Here's the rules. If you have a friend that wants to join the program, here's what to do. Number one, introduce me in a group chat on Facebook or Instagram with your friend that would like to join the program and tell them a little bit about me. Number two, if that friend decides to join the program, I'm going to give you your next month free in your program. That way people are heavily incentivized to introduce you to their friends because they literally get their next month for free. Or I have clients that also do like Patty lifts doesn't do your next month free. Patty lifts is like, I will add an extra month onto your 12 yeah. weeks. So he'll do yeah. the 12 week program. And then he add, adds an extra month. Yes, you can Mason. That was a great question. That's what Patty lifts does. So you guys can send it over to trainer Eyes and send that out once a month.
2: So it shouldn't be like a picture or anything. It should just be a message.
0: Dude. You could fucking, like if, you, if those, those of you creative motherfuckers go on Canva and you can make like a cr- little Canva graphic okay. with the rules. And you could send I a, put it
2: in the Facebook group or no? it,
0: yes, I would put it in the Facebook group and I would send it out as a fucking text. And okay. I would also like talk about it in your check-ins. Like if you're going to do the referral program, do the referral program and like fucking shut it from the rooftops.
2: Okay. Right. That is really helpful. Cool. Okay. Thank you so much, Brian.
0: You need to focus on delivery. Okay. Focus on delivery. Now that you've got 25 clients, if you got guys, when you start getting 20 plus clients, if you just focus on delivery, and you stay at 20 plus clients, and you sign one client a week, and your retention rate is 75%, over the course of the next six months, you'll get to 40 clients. I want everyone to write this down. The reason that most online trainers struggle is because when they get to 10 to 20 clients, they keep focusing on lead gen, and they forget that they already have fucking clients paying them 250 a month. But if like, out of the clients that are paying you 250 to 400 a month, if... 75% of them graduate and don't resign, you will constantly be in the cycle of fucking having to sign more clients in order to stay at the current client roster. Does that resonate? How many of you guys have ever been there? You're like fucking signing more clients and you're literally just like fucking signing more clients, but your client roster isn't growing because you have just as many clients leaving as you do signing. So the way they get over that is like, you need to focus on delivery, focus on delivery. So your next move, my girl, is to make sure that your clients get amazing results and build infrastructure and build systems inside of your business so that your clients not only are excited to be there but they're also referring their friends
2: okay
0: sounds good cool cool
2: clear. thank you clear
0: right. have the best day of your entire life thanks for coming up you too 10k soon. hello lucas bay what's up king
3: hey how are you mark i'm doing Can I you okay? i heard you got
0: roasted on content audits recently and you turned it around i like it
3: yeah so uh First of all, I would like to really thank you for the podcast because I can't, like, I cannot join in here. So whilst I'm driving, I have like, um, I do long trips. So I always catch up on the pod chat, on the podcast as well. So that's like uh, super good knowledge. Now, when it comes to my audit, I actually hit half mil of the views on TikTok. I implementing, saw I saw that. The I saw that. Yeah. So that's been basically what I'm focusing on. The The leads are coming. However... The thing which I'm stuck with is like, I'm spending nearly four or five hours on DMs. Basically that's, I live in DMs now for the past, maybe two three weeks, but those leads are not converting as high as I would love them to convert. I only like convert maybe two people. So Pause. that's what so this, is,
0: this is where you're like, this is your viral TikTok, right? Yeah. What's, what was your viral TikTok about?
3: It was about stop holding on the fucking handles when you do the, the incline treadmill. I like it. I like it.
0: So question these leads are coming to you because they're like, I need help with my fitness goals. Yeah. And they're DMing you?
3: No, they leave the comment on the video.
0: And then you DM them? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is, again, this is advice that isn't for everybody, but for anybody that's viral right now or in a lot of DM conversations, here is how you get over that. So you basically, Lucas, write this down. You need Mm -hmm. to figure out a way to sift through the hot leads. Okay? You have a type form, you have an application, right? Yep. If you have a video that goes viral and you have a lot of DM conversations about it, here's how you sift through the hot leads. So anybody that sends you a DM or you send them a DM or whatever, I want you to send them a message and I want it to be like, Hey, John, what's going on? I hope you're having an amazing day. Listen, I'm getting a ton, I'm getting hundreds of messages about working with me because of the video that I posted. So I can't really tell who's serious and who's not. And so in order for me to figure out who's serious, I'm just basically going to ask that you fill out a quick client application. It's five questions long. It's gonna talk about your goals, your struggles, etc. And then if you fill that out, I can you know give you some advice and help you with your fitness goals. If that sounds good, drop a hell yes in the chat and I'll send you the application. Now, what this is gonna do is let's say you're in a hundred conversations, only 15 of them are gonna fill out the application, and you just save yourself fucking seven hours.
3: Sounds awesome. The way I do it, I just basically send them first like two questions. Where are they from? How old are they? Then if they qualify, then I add them on Instagram, and that's how I proceed with a DM script on my Instagram. So it's kind of like filtering them out as well.
0: So that's good. So that's part of a filtering process. But if you're still finding that you're getting ghosted or like you're not getting a lot of quality conversations, then you need to add another layer.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, my form has 24 questions. Is that too much? Shorten it for this specific fucking task.
0: Basically, what you want to do, Lucas, is you want to get them to jump through a hoop because if you have it's kind of like, you guys ever been, I've never been gold panning, but I'm going to explain the idea. Gold panning, you've got a bunch of sand and then in a bunch of sand, there's like a couple pieces of gold, right? Mm -hmm. So you're like, go like this, you fucking sift through the sand and then there's a couple pieces of gold. What you're doing right now is you're like picking out the individual pieces of sand and you're like trying to find the gold. But what you need to do is you need to fucking shake your hands a little bit and let the gold reveal itself. So you need to get them to jump through a hoop. Anybody that feels like that responds to your video, that's like send me the type form. Then you send mm-hmm. them the application. It's like five or six questions long. And then you like, send the application. And then Lucas, what you're going to do is you're going to be like, go ahead and fill it out now. It only takes three minutes. And send me a screenshot once you're all done. And then we can continue the conversation. Smiley face. Sounds
3: good. And do you have any questions Would you recommend me like adding to that form, six questions? It would be like first name, last name, Instagram handle. What
0: is your number one struggle in your finished journey right now? How long have you been struggling with that problem? What is your main goal in your finished journey now? And the last question would be, what do you do for work and how active are you? And the reason I would ask that question is that would be a really good question for you to figure out whether or not they can afford your program. Should I ask about the age as well? Well, you already asked about the age on TikTok, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, but like, if I would do this, instead of I'm asking those like age and where are they from?
0: I think you should still ask the age and where they're from, though. I like that. Don't fucking change that. Yeah. So it's like age where they're from. They're like, I'm 24 and I'm from fucking Belgium. And then you're yeah. like, okay, sweet. Like, so nice to meet you. My name is Lucas. I'm getting hundreds of messages about, you know, my online coaching program and I can't really tell who's serious and who's not. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you to fill out a client application. It's only five questions. It'll take you a couple minutes. That way it's going to tell me who's serious and who's not. So if that's cool with you, drop a hell yes in this chat and I'll send it through. And then this that, is, yes, that becomes your new filtering process.
3: This is super good. Super good. Cause I, I've been spending like five hours every day and I feel like despite from this viral video, let's say like the past, maybe they're like From the moment when I moved filming in the gym, as Cole said, uh, the views are like 13,000, 15,000. So it's like picked up. So, but even with those people, I feel like they are really glad that uh, I post these tips. They're super grateful. They're like, well, this is so useful. But when it comes to converting them for... uh, like a call, they don't have a deeper why. They're just shopping around for free shit. So that's but, what I do. But how, to much, how
0: much social proof are you posting on your social media?
3: I'm trying to do it every single day on my stories.
0: Okay, cool. And then in your content, now that you're giving the tips, like how much emotional like deep shit are you sharing? Not that much. That's so connection proof and value. So if mm-hmm. you're posting lots of value, I love it. And also, yeah, so social proof on your newsfeed will get the least amount of engagement. We get you the most amount of clients. But if you're not posting connection-based content, like connection-based content is where like people will get to see who you are as a person. So if you're not posting that, then you're going to struggle.
3: Mm-hmm. Should I do it once per week? Absolutely. Who the fuck is Lucas? Okay. I actually did two previous week, funny enough. And that post was even just a picture with a carousel for a few videos. And that got like 350 likes, which is like very high uh, comparing to the views, which I get. So and I got like a few comments. Oh, like, I never knew that you do music before and, and stuff. And actually the band I prevail, they liked my um my reel as well. I know you like it yeah. as well. So yeah, I love I cool. love I Prevail. That is really cool. Is that the drumming yeah. post yeah. that
0: you did, Lucas?
3: Uh yeah. So it's kind of like a connection post. Fucking savage.
0: Fuck yeah, there we go.
3: I mean to make that post, it literally took me eight fucking hours of my Saturday, but I hope it's gonna pay off.
0: You'll get better at it. Keep it up, you're doing the right things. Every time you come here, your problems get better. Like at first you were like, I have no fucking views on any of my shit. And now it's like, yeah. I'm viral as fuck and I'm having too many DMs. And then it's gonna be like, I selling too many clients and I need help with delivery. So you're getting better, better problems. So keep showing up. Thank you very much. You're about got you bro. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life.
4: What's up, dog, I hope you're doing good. Everyone asked really good questions in the beginning, so some of my questions were already answered. My question was very similar to Bray's question, and in terms of like my workflow. So February was my best month, and what'd you hit? I hit nine point two k.
0: Oh, we're coming up on that ten k real fast, dog.
4: Close, we're right there. So I do, I did have a six week challenge that I ran, and it's ending in uh, two weeks right now. But I guess since I was living in the DMs the whole month of February and I I made the most, I feel like the workflow, I'm still doing the same thing. So I'm kind of like losing track of like just trying to stay in the DMs, trying to continue to like book more calls, which I know that's important, but I do have all these clients, right? And I want to make sure that they're seeing results. So I I feel like that's an area that I'm kind of lacking on in terms of like being there and showing up for the current clients that I have right now.
0: So fix that.
4: I know you talked about like the infrastructure and like the systems, like I know the referral program was another option, but like what would be another example of like something that we could implement in like this area right now?
0: Yeah, I'll give you something very, very basic. That'll be easy to understand. How much time do you think you spent in the DMs with potential clients?
4: More time than I should have, honestly. I feel
0: like- Now, just a quick answer. Now, how much time did you spend in the DMs with your clients?
4: With my current clients, like right now? That's what I fucking asked. There you go. Yeah, probably like maybe an hour a day max. Right, right. Right.
0: that's what I'm saying. So, like, you're spending more time on new money than you are on your current money.
5: Mm.
4: That's it. So, would you say like DM like each client? Like, just like do like a small, like written kind of like message. Here's,
0: here's what you do. So you take 30% of your energy that you're putting on Legion now and you put it on your clients. Specifically put it on trainer eyes. Specifically, like when clients are missed, like I want you to spend fucking 30 minutes to an hour a day on trainer eyes answering questions. Going in and fucking seeing like who's hitting their workouts, hitting Sorry. who you hit personal bests. Yo, know, fucking Simone, just saw you hit a PB. That's my girl. That's what's up. And then you see who's who missed the fucking workout. Hey, Sarah, the fuck? What's going on? Saw you miss Wednesday, right? Then you go in, you answer any questions. Then you go into your Facebook group. If there's no posts, you fucking make a post. Yo, everybody, tell me when. Comment on this fucking post. Tell me when Right. If there is posts, you go in there, you show love. Maybe you drop a video on a post. So you're like spending time actually in the group, making sure that these people feel seen, loved, and appreciated. Got to take okay. care
4: of your current clients, dog. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely an area that I feel, just because I feel like I'm coming from like, oh, I, I need to live in here more than what I was doing last month to make more money, you know? Yeah,
0: and I agree and I disagree. There was uh, when Hallie Hobday joined her VIP one-on-one coaching program, she was like struggling to like find like more leads. And so yeah. me and Cole literally were like, we want you to spend a whole fucking month not even thinking about lead gen, just like delivering a valuable service to your clients. That was the month she ended up hitting $50,000 because yep. all of her clients came up for renewal and all of her clients resigned for a year. So yeah. don't just focus on new cash, focus on the current clients you currently have because if the current clients you have love you, they're gonna resign, and that means that you make a lot more money.
6: Not to mention, they're going to flood your DMs with referrals and more because they're like, holy fuck, this coach changed my life. They're so amazing. They're helping me immensely. Like, I need my friends to do this because Brittany's been bitching for six years that she can't lose weight and I've lost 50 pounds in fucking six months. So it's very important that you break that down.
4: Okay. No, that makes sense 100% because I've been thinking like most of that focus is coming in on that side. And Just like she was saying earlier, it's almost exhausting me on the content side, which is, I feel like that's one of the best places that I love actually being. And I love creating the content. I think that that's where I'm going to get the leads, but it's like, it was like almost pulling me away. So that's kind of feel like where one area that was like income generating activity that you talked about the last couple weeks been kind of pulling me away. I haven't been having to like get that time to invest into there.
7: Mm -hmm.
0: So take yourself out of the DMS as much as you were refocus some of your energy on your clients and your content. And guys, welcome, by the way, welcome to entrepreneurship. This is like, especially the season of like being at or under 10k. Because this season of being at or under 10k, you're not fully like an entrepreneur yet, you're more self employed, meaning that you have all the hats in the business, you're the fucking content creator, you're the service delivery, you're the fucking lead generator, you're the fucking planner of strategy, you are everything. You run the operations, all of it. So like at this level, it's like really important to understand. Like sometimes Devon, you need to like over focus on DMs so that you can pull in more cash. And I get that. But then you hit a 9.2K month, which means that the focus on DMs was very successful. Now take some of that focus out of the DMs because out of you know 24 hours in the day, there's only a certain amount of things that you can do on a day, and then you're done, and then you don't have any more time. So decrease some of that time that you're spending on the DM so that you can increase some of that time that you're spending on your clients so that your clients stick around for longer and you don't have a revolving door business. Mm. Makes sense? Yeah,
4: it does make sense. Thank you.
0: Cool, bro. Go take action. Got you. I love it. Hey, Cole, you're going to like this. And guess what Simone's win was before we pulled her up? She hit 10K. No, she hit. She has 20,000 new followers in the last, how long, Simone?
6: Yeah, that viral video popped the fuck off, eh, girl?
5: Yeah, in the last... Two weeks, I think. I think two weeks ago we talked the last time.
6: That makes me so fucking happy. Your that video was fucking good.
5: Thank you. Okay, so that's that also has to do with my question, actually. So um, last time I came on, that was when that post um, started to go viral, and it was at like fifty k, and now it's at one point six million. Oh. And I, I feel like I'm. Uh, I'm good at creating like content that gets views, but I'm not good at making money out of it. Cause like last month, my goal was 3K. That's the goal that you gave me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hit it. Like it was not even close to my best month. I signed two new clients, yes, but it was also so, so hard to find them. And I feel like it's because yes tiktok but also i feel like i'm attracting those younger people and so it's very hard to like filter through and i just don't i feel like i'm stuck
7: so
0: talk to me about your schedule for how you do your calls to actions and i also want to know your lead gen system she hasn't
6: done a call to action since that, that video went viral
5: i know and here's here's why like I was so overwhelmed with content that I only reposted old content from like six to eight weeks ago. And I, I was thinking about it doing a CTA this week, but I'm like, you know, I haven't given them any value. It's like all.
8: Uh, stuff. So oh. what you're, talking
6: about? you're getting like 20,000 views of video. You're 20,000, 20,000, 20, 10,000, 11,000, 20,000, 6,000, 9,000, 7,000, 59,000. Every time <laughs> you say it, limiting belief, I'm going to punch myself in the fucking face. Cause I'm like, you're getting like uh, decent fucking views across the board right now. People are obviously liking it because, like, this video got fucking sixty thousand views. Here's what's happening:
0: you have convinced yourself that you're not very good at making money from the And by the way, if you want to keep that belief, go ahead. If that's a belief that no, you, I don't. If you like having that belief and you like not making money, then you can keep it, and I'm not gonna fucking take it from you. But I'm gonna tell you what's happening because you've convinced yourself. That you're not good at making money from the views, you're not doing the actions that are going to lead to more money from the views because you have convinced yourself that you're attracting only young people, and so now you're just making content that isn't actually "quote unquote" giving value because you're not very good at making money from these videos, and you're just stuck in this like circle. Get it? Mm -hmm. So when you said to me, you're like, "I've only signed two clients last month." The first thing I, I'm a logistical person, so like I'm logical. So if you're not making money, tell me the fucking processes. Because I dare like, and when you told me you haven't done a call to action, I'm like that's why you're not making money. It's not because there's only young people on your content. It's because you're not asking people that if they want to work with you. So
5: mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna give you a very simple fix for this problem, okay? Rule number one, write this down. Every single day in the Facebook group, you're gonna post, I make three thousand dollars a month, and you're gonna write it ten times. And you're going to read it 10 times and you're going to post in the group. I make $3,000 every single month. 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 This is your homework for the entire month of March. Do you commit to that? Yes. Okay. Rule number two is twice a week on your Instagram stories, you're going to post a call to action. And this is exactly how it's going to look. It's going to start with what's going on, you guys? It's Simone here. And I want to show you guys one of my clients, Sarah. went through my program. And when she was starting, she really struggled with overeating and she struggled with self-confidence and we were able to completely change her life. Check out this next photo. And then you're going to show a photo of Sarah. And then you're going to be like, what we focused on in the program is X, Y, Z, Y. This is some of the things that we were able to accomplish this result, this result, this result, this result. And then you're going to post another photo of Sarah. And it's going to say, do you want results like this? Hell yes. Or maybe send me info. And then there's going to be another slide after that. And it's going to be like DM me uh, fat loss for more info." so that's the whole series on thursday what you're going to do is on thursday you're going to post a photo that's like a before and after of you or just like a good photo of you and it's going to say something along the lines of like what type of content do you want to see more from me how to eat properly to burn body fat what to do training wise in order to get to your goals i don't want to see content i just need your help please dm me or your content sucks you always want to give people a chance to hate on you because it pushes your content more And that's going to be your thing on Thursday. And then Thursday, you're going to engage with people that vote on that poll, and you're going to book some calls. So those are two pieces of homework so far, the fucking affirmations and the content schedule for your Instagram stories. With me so far? Yeah. The third commitment that we're going to make is a process-based commitment, meaning you're going to commit to booking five calls a week.
5: Okay.
0: So if we do five calls a week, and even if you, I'm just going to be direct, even if you suck at closing and you only close one out of five, you're still going to sign four new clients next month. But- You're not going to suck at clients because you're going to practice. You're going to do role plays. And if you sell two out of five calls every single week, you're going to make a lot more than, than three okay. days. Okay. See, it's just like, this is new problems. See, look, like Bray, unmute yourself. What'd you just say?
2: I'll role play with you if you need.
0: There we go. Okay, Bray. There we go. Yeah. Also,
6: pull up your Instagram start right now. Tell me how many views you have in the last 24 hours.
5: 73
6: lit. You're also going to post a CTO on your feed every single week based off of you posting five times a week. As long as you're making five or more posts a week, you should be posting something on your feed as well based off of the fact that like fucking tiny minuscule amount of individuals that actually see your content that you're producing actually watch your story. And like, don't overthink it. Just go to fucking the like, post a C- uh, five guys. We can literally show you one that we made for Trent that has fucking like 10,000 comments and it just always grows because it just keeps going, going and going and going and going because it blew up and it's very fucking simple, very fucking simple. But like, this is one of the reasons why you need to do both. You have your story, which is very fucking warm and the individuals on there are going to get the fucking value and they're continuously showing up to your content. But then you also have people that are consuming your content like crazy, giving them an opportunity to reach out. Because I even went through your content and I just started scrolling through the comments. You just stop replying to people because you're getting overwhelmed in multiple different situations and you're not giving them a place to reach out personally. When in your TikTok and you have multiple comment threads on multiple different posts that blew up where you're answering people's questions and then they asked a follow-up question and then there's nothing it's because yeah, you're giving too think- much you need to give them a place to reach out and to actually yeah. be able to corral them um yeah. so you can get them in the dms and like actually trigger them in a certain direction
5: okay yeah it's hard to keep up with the comments at times yeah
6: tell them to dm you on instagram if they're serious okay. speed ctas are better i will argue with anybody fucking straight in the face okay story's dope and I get it, Matt, I see you're tra- dropping in the chat right now, but I'm going to address that. If you only have 70 individuals watching your story, but you get a fucking thing that pops off and 90% of your following sees it, that's better because it's more people actually seeing it across the board. Obviously, stories are warmer if individuals are watching and listening and engaging on a daily basis, but it could also just be the same motherfuckers watching your story every single day, which I'm assuming all of you guys can pinpoint right now. You go to your stories and you open up the views, it's the same guy's been watching stories for three years right? Where if you have a reel, like if I just give you guys a little bit of insight right now, I'll go to the last reel that I posted fucking yesterday and pull up the insights for you just to give you a little bit of a breakdown. 90% of the individuals that watch this reel are in my following. I've got fucking over, because the last reel I posted yesterday at night got 15,000 views and growing. 13,000 of the individuals that watch this are from my followers. And I definitely don't have 13,000 story views, right? There you go. Okay.
5: All right. I got some homework. Bye-bye thank you
7: you're welcome hello rebecca Mary.
8: what's up i'm gonna say first of all this is my win for the day is the fact that i'm on here i'm always on pod chats but i'm have never raised my hand and i've been in this community for a year damn so, i hey.
0: like that fuck yes
8: That's, That's that is my win i'm ready to get uncomfortable so my question for you guys it's like a two-part question so i'm starting my 14-day challenge in a couple weeks i'm getting prepared and ready to go so I made a post to kind of like hype it up in my group, in my free group, and it's got a lot of like people engaging in it, but it's a lot of the people that have already participated in my challenge, I want to do it again, or even have got on a call with me and said no to the program. So it's like, I feel like I'm leaving a lot of money on the table, so I want to convert them, but I also want to say like, no, you, you can't like continue to do my two week challenge over and over again. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that.
0: Yes and no. So I would say have this like, so first of all, sometimes it takes like five or six touch points before somebody actually purchases. Perfect example is, do you guys know who Samantha Mills is? Anybody? Raise your hand if you know Samantha Mills is. And the mastermind. So it literally took me like six months to sell Samantha Mills. And she did every free thing that I possibly had. And she's like my best client. So like one of my best clients. I'm not going to say my best. She's one of my best clients. Yeah, Mike Mayo's like, fuck you, dude. (laughs) But like, It took me a long time to sell her so I would say don't write people off and also be willing to call them on it, so if it's somebody's third time as an example Rebecca Murray like just like if it's their third time doing their fucking your challenge, I would just like send them a video and be like listen Sarah. This is the third time you've done a 14 day challenge with me okay. And I'm going to let you in because I want you to get to your goals. But I'm also going to let you know that this is the last 14 day challenge that I'm going to do with you because I'm not about quick fixes. And I actually want you to change your life and committing for 14 days and then going back to your old habits is not how you change your life. You need to actually commit for a long period of time. So let's do the 14 day challenge. Let's do this as a kickstart. And if you're actually serious about your goals, because you've come back to me three times now, I want to work with you for 90 days and actually transform your life forever.
8: I like that.
0: That's good. So it's yes and no.
8: Definitely. Okay. And then the other question is, I mean, I've ran the 14 day challenges in the past and a couple of them did really, really well. And then a couple of them just were like crickets. Um, And I always have this limiting self-belief as far as like, and I know you guys always talk about it. Sell before the challenge starts. I just can't seem to break that barrier. Like what do I, what am I doing wrong? Why can't I get past that?
0: I want you to understand the psychology of it. So if somebody joins your 14 day challenge, they're like interested in joining do you think that that person has some sort of struggle in their fitness journey that they're working through? Yes or no? Yeah. And if you have an option on your type form that's like optional, leave your phone number. So, like, there's two questions you want to put in your type form. Okay. Question number one, like, if I presented you with the opportunity to work with me after the 14 day challenge for my 90 day blah, blah, blah challenge, would you be open to it? And if they say yes, there's yes or no. And then at the last question, of the type form, put in brackets optional, if you would like, me to set up a quick 15 minute phone call with you before the challenge to talk about your fitness goals, leave your phone number here. Now, if somebody says yes to that question and leaves their phone number and they have a struggle, do you think that they might be interested in working with you for your online coaching program? Yes. Then it's your responsibility to fucking sell them.
8: Yeah, I think that last part, as far as like with the optional part after the the 90 days is key. I got to put that on there. I didn't have that on there. I just have like the yes or no question of are you interested in knowing more about my coaching program? They all say yes. So I haven't. I've gotten like maybe two or three no's out of all of my challenges I've ran. So, so it's when
0: you do that and you put the optional number, then you're like, okay, so they said yes to being pitched, and then they left their phone number. They know I'm going to pitch them. Okay. It's like if you say yes, you ask them if can I pitch you, and then it's like optional. Leave your phone number. Like they fucking know. They applied for your coaching program. They're in interested in the fourteen day challenge and. They said they want to be pitched and they left their phone number. They're like, hello, pick me.
8: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Appreciate it.
0: Cool. Congratulations on raising your hand for the first time. How did that feel?
8: I know. I've been slacking so much. I can't believe it's been a year and I have not raised my hand once. I've been too freaking scared to just sit here off camera. So you'll be seeing me
9: a lot more.
0: Good. I'm happy about that. Congratulations. Thank you. Leaving the comfort zone. I like it. Hello, Jackie.
9: Hello. How are you?
0: Best day of my entire life. How are you doing?
9: Not too bad. Best day ever. Good. So from 2500 to 2700 now from last week. So I'm happy mm-hmm. with that. Just a really quick question. So you know that I had those $100 programs out, which were yep. the Canadian, $100 Canadian program. Yep. I still have some of those clients because I grandfathered those in at the very beginning before I came to the CLA. Yep. Yep. And I, and I have requested that they don't mention that price if they try and refer somebody. But I've got one person who is persistently, and I have another lead, and she's messaging me. And I'm quite near the, the point of selling her. And her last message was, I want the same, because it's her sister-in-law. So she said, I want the program of $100 like Jen. How do you word to say and word it to these ladies to say would you stop fucking telling everybody (laughs) because I grandfathered you and if you keep telling people I'm going to kick your ass out
6: how the fuck you're saying it to us right now okay I'm serious like utilize your personality properly like there's no quote-unquote professional way of doing it in a way that like just say what the fuck is on your mind there's literally when it comes down to the individual that is asking I would speak to that person and say something along the lines of listen, Brian, I get that you want the same program as fucking John, but unfortunately that program is no longer available. He's been working with me for a very long time. And the prices have risen since then. Are you still interested in chasing your goals? Um, And like, just keep it straight with them. But like how you want to talk to the client is how you want to talk to the client. Some of the message would be like, listen, you've been grandfathered from multiple years ago. I've told you multiple times to not talk about that price. If you disclose that price to individuals around you and tell them that it's available anymore, then we're going to have a problem. Okay. Right. Or fucking literally just tell them, you probably should stop fucking referring other individuals for that price to my program, because I will never let anybody in at that rate ever again. And all you're doing is lying to
0: people and it's pissing them off.
9: Yeah, <laughs> I think, I,
0: I think it's like, I think this problem is easily solved. And I think the way that you solve the problem is you got to be like, approach the girl that's interested. Be like, unfortunately, the program that I'm offering Jen is no longer available. My price has increased since then. And then say, what well, close that. Are you still interested in chasing your goals? And then that client that's getting hundred dollars might message you. And then at that point you can literally be like, Hey, so like you were one of my first clients. So like, I definitely didn't want to increase your rates. However, I will not be doing hundred dollars for any other clients because I have to pay my bills and my rent is, my rent is important to me. So moving forward, like you get that rate, as long as you stick with me, but if you ever leave the program, obviously your prices increase, et cetera, but I will not work with any other clients at that rate period. Yeah.
9: Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, Thank you very much. That was it.
0: You're welcome. Have the best day of your entire life since the day that you were born. Thank you. By the way, this is a side note. Have you guys gotten your Clean Health Live tickets? Who's coming to Australia? Raise your fucking hand. Yes. Yes.
9: Oh, I'm not going to Australia. I'm doing the virtual.
0: You got the virtual. Hell yes. I love that. That's great. Everybody else, raise your hand if you got the fucking virtual. Man, you guys are crazy. You guys don't have the fucking tickets yet? What the fuck? Coach Mason making 10K a month. He's not coming to the virtual in Australia. You fucking wild, dog. What's wrong with this? Psycho, dude? bro.
6: Psycho, Cole, get the, get the link for these kids. Yeah, you tell you're
0: not going to watch B-Mark and fucking Cole talk? Are you fucking crazy, bro?
6: You're not even just us. We got Sebastian Ord We got fucking Lee Norton. We got all the big fucking names in fitness over there.
0: Y'all are wild. Can you grab the link, Cole,
10: so we can drop it in the chat? Yeah, I'm going right now. Yeah, cool. Matt Vitale, what's up, dog? You was good. Cole B, what's up? What's up, G? Best what's day of my ever, life? Ever, dog? Beautiful, man. I'm hanging out. I'm good. Quick little win. Closed a uh, low ticket before I got on to this call. Month to month, six month commitment, 340. Now, nice. the question that I have is it was kind of a basic question when it comes to objections. So I guess this is more of an Anthony question, but still we're here. One thing that I've always used to sort of curb objections or budget objections is, um, you know, at the end of sort of vetting them through, talking to DMs and then having them fill an application would be like, what's your budget? And then based off of that, I would pitch in a respectable range so that it's like that is already sort of handled uh, you know, previously. So I don't have to worry about that. But what I've noticed now, or at least the last, say, I'll, I'll be honest, I went one for three recently. So the last two times that was an issue. And I still applied those, you know, the same tactics where we talked about budget beforehand. I do believe that they were hot enough for me to actually pitch and, you know, couldn't even get a fucking deposit. So my question here is, where is it or when should it be that i just fucking pull back and let go because I, I don't think i've learned that or I'm, I'm really aware of what that point is anymore to be honest on the calls because i was doing loom videos and now i'm back on calls because i just convert better on that but now i don't know when the fuck to like just okay screw this guy let me just leave so, so yeah that's yeah bray wants to role play
0: a few, first of all second oh of all, fuck so, yeah bro, so here's what i think is i think that i always go for the like pay to full monthly that's the first fucking thing
10: It's so, me- it's Yeah. Sorry to cut you there. Mainly the paid in full. And then we go down scale into the monthly if that's we do painful. And then we go for
0: the monthly. And if they're not willing to take action on the monthly, I'll go for a deposit. And if they're not willing to take action on the deposit, like that tells me that there's something that like, maybe it's like a money issue or whatever. At that point, I'll actually lean out because it's like, like leaning out means like, okay, cool. Like I can tell that this isn't like really something that you're into right now. And like, I do have a lot of clients that are waiting for me that have a big wait list. So I'm going to send you a couple of free ebooks. And if you ever do get serious about changing your life and we can revisit. But like right now, like my program is really limited and I want to make sure that I'm taking on people that are serious and
10: committed about it. Right. And that's sort of what pisses me off, too, because as I said, I was getting into calls again. So I'm still doing looms like I'll do a loom, even though they're like really, really hot, maybe five minutes send it to them, like really close to our phone call, So they like understand what we're going to break down. And I already do all the this is what you're going to get. This is the app and all that stuff. So it's really I'm just calling to collect and, you know, getting to this point again and not really being familiar with like backing off it's it kind of pisses me off because i do offer the free value like i will give the podcast or the free ebook and all that stuff and these people genuinely seem like fucking five out of five they're hot and yeah, j- but j- some,
0: some people just aren't, aren't ready to take action not because you suck but they just like are not at a place in their life like you couldn't drag a fucking you couldn't like like instead of
10: looking at your last three i want to know about your last ten yeah right you know uh, I mean? la- yeah, yeah yeah no last 10 even still were in the negative but it's a little better at six right six out of 10 is a fucking good conversion rate it is but i mean like come I, on man like on. I want. i hear you if you start selling 10 out of 10 you fucking that's 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 anthony man that's what i want <laughs> anthony does not sell 10 out of 10 he's pretty Are good you, he's not good. he's not that good he's not that
0: good no matter how good he fucking says he is but what i'm saying is like there's like you gotta like understand like this is a skill set that you can continue to hone and master. But that's a great closing percentage. I think you would be the, you should be dialing more into your fucking content strategy because if you work on content, it's going to be easier for you to get more people to pitch. And then if you have, you have twelve out of twenty, it's like that's a fucking big month. So the amount of effort that you're putting into, you know, like studying how to get like just a little bit better conversions when you're already really fucking good isn't necessarily worth. That, I think you'll get more value out of spending more time on your content than you will out of trying to go from 6 out of 10 to 7 out of 10, in my opinion. Cole, what do you think?
6: Yeah, I agree. When it comes down to calls, guys, like I truly believe that if you're selling all 10 to 10 individuals, you're either selling underqualified leads just for the sake of selling them or you're not charging enough for your program anyways. Like I believe in turning people away. Get the fuck out of here. Like, like you don't qualify or I don't fuck with your mindset. Like mm-hmm. I think it's important to do that, number one. Number two, I 100% wholeheartedly agree with Brian when I say, like, keep the percentage that you have right now. Like, you can always improve, right? But I don't think it should be your main focus. Content, et cetera, should be. Because, like, right now, again, how many calls did you say you close out of 10? Six. Six. Yeah. So you're fucking slaying it. Now what happens if we give you 30 opportunities, right? And you keep the same closing percentage. That's going to be fucking great. Right? Exactly. Like, we can obsess over trying to close ten people, but why don't we obsess over
10: trying to get you thirty at bats instead of just keeping it at ten? Does that make sense? Yeah, thousand percent. And I thought about that. That is one hundred percent true, and I, I stand in that corner. And I just needed this to sort of solidify that. But the main reason was like we already know the more views doesn't necessarily equate to the, the more hot leads, but it is you know more swings at the bat, right? So I guess mm-hmm. I'll take that.
6: Because mm-hmm. dude, like looking at it this way, if we get you thirty at bats, it's eighteen fucking calls that we be getting you on. That's eighteen closes. 18 new yeah. clients on a weekly basis. Like that's a lot more. And obviously we could obsess over your closing percentage, but I think that bats is better. And like I know the mentality of like more views doesn't always necessarily mean more calls, etc. But that's why we improve your DMs and we improve your strategy okay. around content for more calls booked. Does that make sense? Crystal. Yeah.
0: Bet. Love it, bro. All
10: right. Thanks, boys. I appreciate y'all. Nice
0: Okay, guys, so Cole and I have to dip and we answer, but we want to answer your questions. So Chris Roberts, type your question in the chat box right now because I want to answer it. Hugh Rush, type your question in the chat box right now. I want to answer it. Corin Woods, type your question in the chat box because I want to answer it right now. Kimmy, please type your question in the chat box because I want to answer it right now. I don't want to leave without answering your guys' questions. Cole, how was your training in person's group?
6: It was great. We actually kept it pretty chill. When I say we, I mean, like myself, basically, Chris was just quiet in the background. Uh, But I talked about how guilt is your guideline. This is a concept that Wes said that me and him were actually having a very deep conversation with. And I did a video on it recently. I want to kind of share it very quickly for you guys. Basically, in the aspect of if you feel guilty and your soul starts to scream, your conscious is yelling at you. That is a guideline to stop fucking doing it, guys. It's one of the reasons why I was able to stop drinking so easily, stop doing perks so easily, and why I'm able to cut out shit out of my life like that. Because if you feel something in your soul, that is your soul, your conscious, telling you to stop fucking doing it. It is a guideline that you can take in the rest of your life.
0: Mm, I like that. Okay, so we're gonna go through the questions right now. Chris Roberts, I just wanna ask this. How do you document a physique transformation slash personal fitness challenge in a way to get more followers or turn followers into fans? I fucking love that question. So Chris, I talked to somebody about this in the mastermind. Have a system where you're checking with your social media. So here's the system it could be you know let's say it's a 60 day thing it could be day one of 60 and you do the first fucking documentation and you're literally like you stand sideways you stand sideways you stand sideways and then you go into your day and you like show what you're doing so it's like you could do day one of 60 you could also do like every day or you could do every week and so i have a client that's doing a fitness competition chris and she asked the same question and i was like every week when you check in with your coach check in with your social media so if you're going to check in with your coach Check in with your social media at the same time. Be like, all right, guys, so it is fucking week one of 12. I'm going to be doing X, Y, Z thing. This is where I'm currently at. And if it's like a physical transformation that you're going through, show your physique. And if it's like, you know, maybe it's like a a training for a Tough Mudder or something like that, then every week you like document your journey. So like you like take them through a day of you training through your Tough Mudder. So have a system where you're documenting your journey. Maybe it's every day, maybe it's every week, but you need to create a system where you're like, you're disciplined on documenting your journey. That's the fucking move. Make sense, Chris? Perfect, bro. I love it. Next question is, Key Rush. I'm going to have hundreds to thousands of new followers in this reality show that I'm on. What should I focus on with more my followers and my content? Cole, you want to take that? Yeah, dude. I would
6: focus on delivering the same message slash talking about what you need to be doing on a continual basis to serve people in your niche. Like, I don't want you to be like, okay, I'm on a reality show. So like, what should I switch up to make my content more viral or to make it like people buy into it? Look at your niche right now. Actually, sit down and dissect the pain of the individuals you actually want to serve, and then start to get very, very calculated with the way that you're delivering your content. That is honestly one of the reasons why I feel like Patrick did so well. Because when Patrick went into that reality show, he was already moving in the direction of newbie content. He was showing up to every single fucking content call I did ever. He was on everyone, guys, getting advice across the board. He was showing up to every call with Brian and asking advice, and he was leaning hard into the newbie content. So when he went into the reality show and he got that fucking blue check, he had a little bit of a boost. And then because he saw a little bit of a boost in just the basic views, then he quadrupled the fuck down the 30 days straight of that content and it just fucking exploded. And now homie's running like a motherfucker, like literally going off like crazy, but it's because he knew his niche. Guys, go look at his content. Like even before he did the show, every fucking video was very dissected towards newbies in the gym and it was very calculated in the way that he was delivering his content. So that's what my advice would be for you, bro sit down literally with a piece of paper, like grab a book and like, what are their pains? The actual deep emotional pain that your avatar is dealing with and how can you solve it in your content so you can start producing it now. So when people start flooding your page, everyone who is your avatar
0: starts getting value instantly. Love that. And should I make an ebook and is that in the course? So key Rush, here's it. I'm gonna give you guys a very simple way to make an ebook, all right? Number one, take one of your best Instagram posts. That's t- really fucking valuable. Put it in a Google doc. And then at the bottom of that Instagram post in that Google Doc, I want you to add two to three pictures that you'd want included in this ebook. Step number two, you're going to go on Fiverr. You're going to create an account on Fiverr. And you're literally going to be like, you're going to be like somebody design and create an ebook for me. And then you'll be able to find 20 to 30 people that can create and design ebooks for you. There's another option. If you guys wanted to look them up on Facebook, I think you probably do for like 200 bucks. So if you want a more expensive option, search up Darren Peel on Facebook and ask him if he'll do an ebook for you. If you want like just a Fiverr option, you can literally find somebody on Fiverr to do an ebook for you. So your best Instagram post, two to three photos, create an ebook. Then Q Rush, write this down. You want to take that ebook. You want to upload it to Dropbox. And then you want to take that Dropbox link. You want to go to bit.ly because then you can have bit.ly slash Q Rush's Fat Loss Secrets. Get it? And that's your ebook. And that's what you send out. Everyone should have one because then if somebody doesn't buy your program, you can literally be like, oh, no problem. Here's a free copy of my ebook, Q Rush's Fat Loss Secrets. And yes, it's just a quote unquote Instagram post, but it's just, it's not about, you're just about, it's just about delivering the value. Like if it's valuable, people will consume it. Make sense? Cool. Kimmy V, I did my connection post. We talked about last pod chats, did very well, despite how scared I was to be that vulnerable. My question is, I'm still not getting new engagement to convert to clients. And I still post five to six days a week. Kimmy V, I'm going to unmute you. When's the last time you went to content audits?
9: Okay, so I
5: went yesterday, but I got in late and there was several people. We
0: okay. had like 80 people there. Yeah.
5: Cool, yeah. so <laughs>
0: fucking next time, next week, I want you to literally stand in line and I want you to fucking be there when the link drops and I want you to raise your hand first because you need to get your content audited.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Cole,
0: Cole will tell you what's going on.
2: Okay. Deal.
0: Okay, cool. Cornwoods. Woods, I can't get any leads. I work with fat loss clients and when I do get leads, they don't have the money. I am I have testimonials like crazy and I have my own 100 pound weight loss journey, but they're... Why is it so hard for people to invest corn? Woods, unmute yourself?
9: Probably the same question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cornwood's.
7: Hello. Hello King. When's the last time you went to content audits? Yesterday. I was there yesterday. Did you get ripped? No. Um, nah. Did you raise your hand? Yeah, but it was, it was pretty deep yesterday. No, right. I, I was able to take a lot of value from like the others. As far as what I grabbed from it, the engagement pools. As far as, like, comments and other people's things not really working, like, just inorganically. Hashtags being useless. I found that out yesterday with one of my posts. How many DMs yes. are you sending every day? Zero. That's well, what I fucking uh, saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, check it, check it, check it. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. so I send DMs to, like, followers. As of yesterday, I started, like, doing it more consistently. I guess it's not As really. of yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As of um, fucking yesterday. Yeah, so that's... That happened... And, but yeah. I found that out, you know, I, I dived in a little deeper into it yesterday when I found out that that was something that you needed to be doing. Correction. It was on the fat loss, uh, mastermind where Caleb had mentioned, yep. Yep. yo, you need to be every follower you get. You need to hit them up and things yep. of that. like that. How many followers do you have? Like 1,750. 750- oh, you got fucking 50 clients in there that
0: want to pay you, but you ain't connecting with them. Write this down. Your goal is to connect with your audience this week. That's your goal. Your goal isn't to sell shit. Goals to connect with your audience this week. Mm-hmm. I literally want you to engage with people that are in your social media. And just be like, "Yo, I just want to say thank you for fucking engaging on my shit. I appreciate you. How long have you been following me for?" Build a relationship. I promise you, you do that, you're gonna to come to next week's podcast and you'll be like, "You smart motherfucker. Thank you." You're trying <laughs> to sell. To
2: you're yeah. trying to
0: sell people. That's why it's not working. You got to build a relationship. All right, thank all you, man. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> Short and sweet, but I like it. All right, Cole, where do they find you, dog? You
6: already know Cole is to sell on everything.
0: Have the best of your entire life, everyone. Thank you guys so much for showing up for Podchats. I appreciate y'all motherfuckers, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Deuces.